The next one is a Lolan Executor. Tall boy. Which you guys are familiar with. Tall boy. Affectionately referred to as Tall boy. tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. In this episode, we're going to tackle the latest APK, Lucky Pokemon, Celebi in the meta, a ton of news, and Registeel is finally here, so how to handle that guy and what he's all about. Uh, My name is Christopher Puner. Welcome, and thanks for listening. With me this week, I'm joined by Ness. Hey. And Kyle. Howdy. What's going on, guys? Thanks for checking in. Uh, It's been another week. Wow, it just... Pokemon Go has been killing the game lately since, uh, well, since well before... Go Fest and I was gonna say, and yeah. now after Go Fest, with lots of stuff to look forward Even to. More. Yeah, for real. But this week has been, um, especially today, because we had a lot of interesting things drop. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about this episode, and we're really excited about getting into it. But pump the brakes, hold up. I want to know about your guys' week, how it went. So, Ness, how was your week in Pokemon Go? It was pretty okay. You know, I was coming down most of the week from Go Fest. It was just a lot about talking about Go Fest to people that didn't go to go fest right right um, and doing a lot of trades like torkoals and unknowns and things to my friends that didn't get a chance to go evolving a lot of things seeing the new spawns that were coming out i was really excited about all of the new raid bosses that were launched so that's what i've been doing all week is kind of processing different raids the alola marowak i got the other day oh man the I'm makuhita so which i think jealous. is lower than magikarp because i just like two shot that guy on my <laughs> you're a you're a much different raider than you were last time you were doing solo raids yeah yes doing that but otherwise not not too much okay i feel like i think the last time we actually asked you about a goal was two or three episodes yeah. ago mm-hmm. um and last time it was including trainer level increasing your trainer level mm-hmm. yeah how's that been going good i think i leveled a few times since then i'm level 33 now i'm a little bit over halfway level 33 after today. Still working on my trainer level, but I don't feel as bad about it as I did before because I, I think I was under 30 last time we talked about right. it. So now I'm halfway through 33. I'm working on my Pokedex a lot more. So doing a lot of evolutions, getting more of the Pokemon that I don't usually see regionally because of GoFest, all of that, doing some more trades. So I, I think it's more Pokedex centered than it is levels. Levels, now. yeah. Level, I feel okay. I feel better about my level status so okay. not, it's not urgent cool <laughs> all right hey congratulations sounds like you had a banner week Woo! as did most of us it's just how could you not with everything new that's been coming out it's all of the the candies the and yeah. the egg hatching and so all the exciting. rewards from go fest yes Please. yes all right kyle your turn what's going on with you especially this past week well, most of this past week was coming down from go fest mm-hmm. and i didn't i didn't play a whole lot of pokemon in the middle of the week but we'll talk about it later. I did get to fulfill my goal for the week, even though I haven't been here in two weeks, of doing a whole bunch of raids. Woo. And that happened on Zapdos Day. And today. what better day could that happen on? Yeah, today. That's right. We are. It is worth noting that we are recording on the 21st of July today. So today was Zapdos Day. And Kyle and I are fresh from that. He went straight home. We had about an hour to like eat dinner and stuff. Ness came home from work and... Here we are. I was stuck at work today. She was. During Zapdos Day. But hey, you had a you still had a successful Zapdos Day. I know, but I was Because wasn't. Chris is a great yes. guy. Don't worry about it. Uh, I gave him my phone. It's true. <laughs> yes. Some stories. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, that's I forgot about that. Oh no. <laughs> uh, anything else Later. you want to share about your week there, Kyle? No, not really. I mean, I leveled up today on Zapdos Day, which is really exciting. I also leveled up earlier this week because of all of the bonuses we've had. So that's been really exciting. I'm up to 32, and I no longer feel bad about my level either. So I have no delusions about getting level 40 because I'm not hardcore enough. Do you think you're going to get there? Not before they raise the cap again, probably. Are you sure? Because we have no idea when that's going to happen. Yeah, but that's how not confident i am about <laughs> where okay, i am for leveling that is fair enough that's because that i mean right now i'm maybe 20 percent of the way through it something like that i so, believe in you kyle i believe in you especially with how much we've all been playing together uh true and if they wise. keep these bonuses going right this is going to be big because 
they're trying to keep the player population. So, yes. you know, massive amount of experience with all these events, bunch of rating, lucky eggs. It adds up. Yeah. What's not and to of, love? And of course, you know, in uh, about a month's time more, we're going to start hitting those best friend marks, which are going to be nice boosts for Pokemon. Sure. Uh, we have like three uh, days. We're so close to well, Ultra Friends. Ultra yeah. Friend. Yeah. Best, best friends is the right. last one for a hundred thousand experience. I should also clear this up. I think on like a few of the episodes, I declared out loud that I thought that best friends was one million XP, and I got that conflated with another conversation that I had heard on another podcast. I think, or maybe it was a trainer tips video where he was talking about getting millions of experience when you do them in bulk. So it's not the case that you get a million. I think it's what one hundred thousand, or is it something like that for best Closer, friends? Yeah. Yeah, it's a hundred thousand. I double checked just right. the other day, and then I think it's fifty thousand for Ultra Friends. I want to say sounds about right, which is still a fair amount yeah. of experience. My goodness, I don't so know. Do fly. either of you know if that can be boosted by a lucky egg? Yes, it definitely yes. can. Uh-huh. Okay, then yes. I do want to ask because I had a friend of mine asking, and I've been trying to verify it. How does the day track for counting one day closer? If you're one day away, when does that one day? So happen. that's actually something that we're looking into right now with a whole bunch of different Pokemon players is the time difference. So if you had a friend in, say, Japan, mm-hmm. you know, and you sent them a gift, they open their gift at midnight on their day. Does it impact you immediately on your day or does the time change take a difference? So there, there's a bunch of people looking into that right now. But if the question is, if you guys are in the same time zone, when does it increase? I think right right away, as soon as you open your account, you usually see it. Kind of. So you can only increase it once per day. Uh Um, And it's if somebody sends a gift one way and opens it or receives it the other way or you guys raid together or you trade. Mm -hmm. There's a number of ways to do it. You can only increase once per day. And I believe this is especially true if you have in the same time zone. I Mm -hmm. think it's around midnight to 3 a.m. I think if you wait until after 3 a.m., you're pretty much safe. I don't think I actually read this anywhere, but I remember specific conversations that I overheard at GoFest and while out raiding the past month or so, that that was kind of the general consensus. Is it the act of receiving the gift or the act of sending the gift that will make it go up? Neither of those. It's when somebody opens it. Oh, When someone opens it. Oh, that makes that. Right. So here's the thing. If you're kind of to kind of like keep track of it, here's the thing, though, is that uh, Ness has been sending me gifts a lot and I haven't been sending her gifts back. Oh, Um, no. What? Well, well, okay. Just don't worry, Ness. I've got you every day. I really hate. I'm really having – I don't hate gifts. I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around the metagame of the gift. You know what I Let's mean? Because we have marriage. all these gray areas. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> um, anyway, I've been trying to do this in such a way so that I can keep a control on it. Ness and I are going to be ultra friends in two days. Right. Um, and Alex. Kyle, Kyle, you and I are going to be ultra friends, I think, in three or four days. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Alex and I are going to be uh, ultra friends in three days. Yeah. I keep my friends, like, I'm opening gifts, the ones that I know are going to be closer to the level one. Right. Yeah, those are the ones that make the and 20 mark, I, right? And then I go from there. Yeah. Right. I'm trying to make it so that they all line up at some point in time. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. But what that manifests as is me being a complete jerk and not sending gifts to my friends right now. Because it's really hard to, like, text them. Like, By the way, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> Because it's kind of complicated. For you know? shame. That's true. But you know, I have the two of you right here. So by the way, guys, uh, <laughs> I'm not opening gifts right now since we're kind of like down to it. Uh, if you want to time them in some other way than the way that I'm timing them, let's talk. We can arrange <laughs> something. <Okay. laughs> cool. All right. So in my week, I had a great time at Zapdos Day. Kyle and I went out with the one, the only listener extraordinaire, Terry Wolf. Terry Wolf. He uh, drove us around. We carpooled with that man, also with our friend Warren, and we had a really great time. I was so <laughs> thankful to not drive because I had two phones to play with this time. Yeah, Chris um, took mine today because I was stuck at work, so he was doing all of the raids both handed. Yes, we ended up doing twenty three raids. By the way, um, yeah. it was a lot of fun. Yeah, there I got really lucky and I caught most of them like the first two or three balls, and yeah. so I was like. I was like, oh, I caught both of them. It was like, what are you talking about? Like, everybody else is still trying to catch the Zapdos. I just got lucky. It wasn't skill at all. Trust me. Your life. Yeah. Wow. 
All right, I'm done. I'll see you guys. Later. <laughs> uh, this is what marriage looks like. Well, when you married the luckiest man in the world, my friend. It's okay. <laughs> and I, and I was. He can have the luck all the time, but when events start, you have all of it. That's true. I get it. It eats him up inside. It so you're okay. What happened today, too, is that I didn't get a shiny. You got a shiny, I think, on the third or fourth raid. I'm not sure. Maybe. It was, Kyle, really Kyle was keeping tabs on the drama that was my experience today. <laughs> he kept checking it every single time. He's like, hey, man, if I get a second one or even the first one, I'd be happy to trade it to you. I'm like, no, Kyle, I'm going to get my own darn shiny. I'll I mean, just, just yes. trying to be a good friend. And Chris just no, kept his positivity really, up there. I really appreciate it. And I, <laughs> had I not gotten one for the sake of my living shiny decks, I would have taking me up on that but <laughs> but uh, we got the first shining like the okay. third or fourth okay. raid and we were at like 10 or 11 or 12th raid one of those until i got my first uh, one and then so you got your second one right after that <laughs> and i was like no <laughs> none of this we ended up having two and two and being tied all the way up until our last raid which was interesting because here's what happened to us we were driving around and doing our group thing and stuff like that and our group kind of got split in two uh, that we were with it was in a group of, I think, like 12 or so, and then our group of eight or nine um, with double phones and stuff like that counted. So we were in like three cars, I think, our half was. The first group was quicker than us because we waited for a couple, like a couple that went out and caught a bag on and a couple of other things made us kind of slower. So we were the, the fallback group. I think we inherited one or two people from the other group at some point in time. I don't mind being part of that group, but we were kind of resigning ourselves to just be like one or two raids behind. It ended up that we only missed one raid that we didn't go to, but that raid... The other half of the team told us later. The timer was showing that it was 30 minutes later, mm -hmm. which is odd. That No, that happens on raids where there's like one gym that just goes later for some reason on these days. Yeah. It was super odd. Yeah. So but it was worked out perfectly is, is all that. Yeah, we ended up swinging by that one. It was our Zapdos day. It was one to four. Mm -hmm. And 355, we had finished up our last planned raid. And we're like, hey. Let's swing by that last one. So we all ran out there and got it. You and I are tied two shinies for two shinies. And I sit down and I'm doing it with the two phones. And I they come up and son of a gun, if you didn't get that last shiny and I didn't because yes. it happened. Yeah. So shiny score was 3-2. And in our group of nine or so players, it was the only shiny from the raid too, which <laughs> tend to show yep. up a little more in pairs or groups. Yeah, so by that time, I was like falling asleep on that bench. Totally yeah, I was so tired. It was quite the day. Good for you guys. Chris was hey. so tired at one point, we started to do a raid, and he was counting the number of players versus the number of people we had in our party. And he's like, wait, why do, Why is there one more player? Who else joined our party? Yeah. I'm like holding two phones in my hand, like cheesing <laughs> like a dummy. And Kyle's like, oh, I'm going to remember this. I'm going to bring this up later on the show. You're not getting out. It's like, no. Yeah. That's a bummer. Positivity. It was fun. All in all, yeah. it was fun, just like it was last time. Sounds good. Supremely less stressful with the level of organization that Terry and his Discord and the group offered to us. So shout out once again to the great and powerful Terry Wolf. Thank you so much for involving us. I know I left that day. Very interested in coming back to your community to do more raids, community days, the upcoming Moltres Day. You name it. It was it was a great more great Lord shots Thank you. for Terry. Absolutely. Chase you with pizza, buddy. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the meat and potatoes of this episode, which is going to mostly be about news. There's so much and updates. There is so much to so go much through. Just news all over the place this week. Absolutely. The first thing is going to be kind of like a downer for some people, but uh, not for me personally. I don't think for anybody else. Start with the bad. Listening. Get to the good. But yeah, this is the kind of like boring, less exciting thing. Although, personally, I find it exciting. Niantic put out this new three-strike ban policy. So for those Ooh. of you that haven't been playing for a while or haven't been following the game as closely, there was this aspect of shadow bans that was happening before mm -hmm. that if you were spoofing, you would get shadow banned. I shadow banning. Yeah. Well, Hang that's on. Right. For, for the uninformed, because I'm the uninformed, what's spoofing? So for those that you don't know, the uninitiated, spoofing is where you fake your GPS location and you trick your phone into thinking that you are somewhere that you were not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, gotcha. But, but you knew how, you knew what that was, right? Totally, absolutely. <laughs> oh, what? I thought you I thought you did, and I thought you faked no, that. Oh, I absolutely like did that. not. No, oh, I'm okay. totally. I understood. I knew 
the I could figure out what people were doing to get banned. I just yes. have mm-hmm. yes. wanted to associate with the term. And that happened back in 2016 when the game started. Right people, when the game came out. That out real oh, come on. I, when, I think whenever something comes out, people are going to find ways to abuse tools it. Tools were so. published that were like uh, really polished and well-made within uh-huh. the first week, I yeah, think. for sure. It's a thing, but the deal is, is that it breaks the game. And so like basically there's arguments for it and there's arguments against it. But it doesn't matter what the arguments are. If you want to talk about you're a rural player, I don't have a choice. I don't have these other things. The answer is, I'm so sorry, that is too bad, but it's against the terms of service, so you're probably going to lose your account. <laughs> there was a whole gray area around it that was like, hey, I don't, I'm just not catching Pokemon. What does a shadow ban mean? What's the difference between like a termination, a suspension? What's going on? We finally have an official three strike ban policy, which seems rather strict it in comparison. Fair, honestly, it's fair, but I'm glad that there's some strict guidelines that we can all expect when we're talking about spoofers and follow up. So mm-hmm. strike one, this is from Niantic strike one. It's a warning. There's hidden rare spawns. You can't get a new EX raid pass and it only lasts about seven days. So it is temporary. So if this mm-hmm. happens to you, don't worry, you'll get your account back and you can still kind of play, but you're going to be catching Pidgeys while everybody else is catching like, <laughs> I don't know what's what is a rare sp- scyther is Bagon. a rare spawn bag on yeah there you go um Very rare. so strike two is a suspension you lose access to your account and you have no bypass and that lasts 30 days i don't really understand what no bypass means i'm assuming that there's some way to get around the normal logins that still gives you access to your account in the past um, but i think it's because it was on the google side of things so if you were attached with your google account you were able to bypass pokemon by trainer doing, like pokemon trainer things like that i okay. think this is absolutely no bypass whatsoever was it trainer club is that what it's called trainer club yeah i think okay mm-hmm. yeah strike three is you probably guessed it it's termination permanently lose access to your account but this can be appealed but it's going to be followed by a complete investigation um and this lasts forever <laughs> obviously that's what permanent means and then you have to start all over yeah again. so you can appeal and you might be in a huge pool of people that are appealing maybe, maybe. especially with these first waves of bands that are going out and stuff like that but they're going to have to do a complete investigation so it's going to take a long time it's not just going to be like a, oh well there's a lot of us so maybe i'll get through no None best friends for you None of that. So what do you guys think? You think this is good? You think this is bad? Opinions on spoofing? What's going on in your heads? You know, I think it's fair from what we've seen with spoofing and everything. It takes a lot of the community aspect away. This game, especially with what we saw at GoFest, is a lot about getting people out in the community, walking, getting to know each other, going to these new places, creating those communities together. I mean, this has been the most comprehensive GPS locatable game that we've seen essentially since Ingress, which is also Niantic. And it's a lot about building the community and getting people out and doing things. And I think spoofing really takes away from that. I mean, there have been a few times where we've done raids and we've known that people have spoofed in and we're like, oh, the spoofer's here. Yep. You know, we're looking around, there's no extra person. And we're okay. like, well, we, we don't get to here. know. In that situation... To me as a player, it's a benefit. It's a benefit because you get the extra person. At the same time, you know, all of us that took time off of work. To drive out there. Or, you know, took yeah. time to drive out there, did all the work to get there. Like it, to it, put in the effort. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, to that, play the game. That demeans a little bit of what you're putting into the game as a player. But at the same time, I guess it just kind of depends on what your level of that, you know, where you're taking that advantage or disadvantage. I agree. Uh, Kyle, what's your opinion? I definitely agree as well, entirely. Personally, when it comes to games, I'm very in favor of strict enforcement of rules against cheating. It always bothers me that people get away with it, whereas I'm, you know, playing the game legit and kind of struggling sometimes and stuff like that. You know, I think a three strike system is is great. It gives leeway for people who are doing it, but then actually enjoy the game enough to stop doing it if they realize they're going to get in trouble. Right, right. Or for the people who aren't going to stop, it just gets them out and then you don't have to worry about it. That said, with no leaderboard or no sense of any in-game rankings, Mm -hmm. the fact that somebody's cheating doesn't really affect me in any way. So That's true. But in a world where – and we talked about this in our car ride today multiple times between raids about how a leaderboard would be awesome if people are already making these things on their own for their own communities – the competitive nature of this game is what's going to keep the adult side of this game. I don't want a leaderboard. Engaged. Well, here's the thing. A good leaderboard will be implemented in such a way that if you don't care about it, you don't have to see I it. I don't want a leaderboard. At all? I mean. I don't want one. At all. No. Okay. 
I don't know. I just feel like that's too much. You see so many threads going up about people being too competitive about the game and having issues with people being jerks about it. And the whole thing, once you get to leaderboards, you start getting the singular player instead of the community player. So what if they had this thing? Because Niantic has been really good about keeping in mind the demographic of this game. Mm -hmm. People that like Pokemon. Children, for sure. But also adults that enjoy Pokemon and enjoy Toy kind Story of Story Three Generation, right? The, uh, and also a lot in this game captures the whole spectrum of sure. ages, ex- yeah. exploration, stuff like that. But the lightheartedness of the game is intact in all aspects. There's no IV checker built into the game because they don't want it to be about a numbers game. They're basically on record for saying that, I believe, about it being a numbers yeah, game. They're they sticking want. with Nintendo's stance on that. Which right, it's like the whole... I'm annoyed if, with. If but. it's 95%, it's amazing. If it's 80%, it's good. They have these really vague yeah. words. So instead of maybe a leaderboard, what if they? What if you looked at your medal and it wasn't like, you're this rank out of this rank? What if they were like, yeah, you're a great trainer. This is something that's cool. But I think they already do that by giving us the bronze silver See, and gold I, medals. I liked at GoFest where they had the leaders in the teams where it was like this is the person from Valor that had the most Pokemon caught. This is the person from Instinct. But it was just for a day. Right. And yeah. that was that was fine. And keeping it within the teams I feel like is fine because you're like yeah you know you're encouraging your own team to go. You're still a part of the same team and you're not pitted against each other. It's not Valor versus Mystic versus Instinct. You know once you start pitting those communities against each other it's going to be some sort of worldwide laser tag game and i'm not into I that i definitely oh, agree awesome. no, <laughs> no. You just... chris hang on no okay. no laser tag laser right tag? now we're playing oh. pokemon go we don't okay, even I'm get sorry. lasers I'm sorry yeah wizard tonight i'm holding out <laughs> maybe later <laughs> i definitely agree personally but that's just coming from the super like the, the casual in me in that yeah. the people in these leaderboards a majority of the people can't compete with that like, do you it's, remember how crushed we were when we couldn't win any of those contests at GoFest because yeah. we didn't even come close to the people that have been playing religiously for three years? That's what it's going to be. I don't know if it was I think the thing is like, to me or eye-opening and they put me in my place. It was both. Yeah, maybe a little of both. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like, the leaderboards are going to be filled with people who play the game like a job. Yes. That's a fact. You can't really get around that. And so, so that's true they, of anything. That's, but that's why they have to be very careful because you can compete in a leaderboard in other games without playing the game, you know, 200 hours a week. And that's what I like about Pogo is that that's not part of it. So I, I don't know. I feel like a leaderboard would take away a lot of the fun. So, for example, we were riding with Terry today and Terry is a very dedicated player. What is he saying? He did like he's got six, 60 million experience. 60, like 62 million. Over 100,000 caught. Right. Yeah. So to us. That's amazing. In the community that he that's relevant to him, that he's in, that is amazing. But in the worldwide spectrum of things, it's in the scope nothing. of the world, it it's not nothing. I'm sure it's, it's still nothing. notable to some degree, <laughs> but it doesn't compare to like I'm sure the top 100 players, right. the Brandon Tans of the world that all they do is play this game and they grind and that's how they enjoy it. So they shouldn't not play the game like that and we shouldn't demonize them for playing the game like that, I suppose. But I don't think the leaderboards are necessarily a bad thing because it's nice to know where you are in comparison to the people, but it shouldn't be in a way that makes you feel poor. I just like that we don't take a stance on it, that there's no leaderboards and we can kind of go about existing how we want to exist. I think that's just kind of the fun of the game is that there is no comparison but if you want to find the facts you can find them for sure i'm of two minds because the competitive nature in me wants that the league of legends player the world of warcraft player wants that but then the side of me that actually enjoys what pokemon go is about the community aspect the exploration couldn't care less yeah yeah, that's fair and really that's the part that we all kind of enjoy the most Mm -hmm. at the end of the day I don't know. These are all the arguments that people make for and against spoofers as well that we're kind of exploring. Yeah, because like the spoofers would affect that kind of environment more heavily because it's not going to affect, you know, you and me going out on Saturday mornings to do raids and hatch eggs. Right. So but if there was a leaderboard for dragon type catches, these spoofers yep. could just get a map, hop around to where they know nests are and just sit yep. in those spots and hop around when they clear them and make like a rotation of like five or six. Yep. Right. I mean, and you can go on YouTube and you can see there are some popular YouTubers that are spoofers that just there's one that I don't remember. I never remember his name, but maybe that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> it, he just keeps buying new accounts and just spoofing for like a week until they catch him. 
and buying another account and swooping for a week until they catch him. And he's got a very successful YouTube channel. And I think he puts up videos that are like, this is how you spoof into GoFest. This is how you do these other things and stuff like that. <sighs> so there's a whole community built around this thing. Sure, but this is. this should not be surprising to anybody that does any sort of level of online gaming. Kyle, I'm sure you understand as well. But like World of Warcraft, there was a whole underground scene of people that were doing their own private servers, which is a yep. huge breach of terms of service. But there's still arguments for it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. there was just a huge lawsuit about something like that now, yes. probably a year that's ago now. The reason I just put it up, it's super relevant. Yeah. So that's kind of that whole conversation. It, it gets multifaceted. It gets muddy. Niantic has put their foot down. They have to find three strikes, three strikes and you're out. And then you make a new account and do it again. But at least three strikes and you're out. And that's great for us. Mm-hmm. We're happy about that. Yeah. And let's be honest. It's good for Niantic too, because whoever gets banned, if they're serious, they're going to play again. They're going to spend right. more money on their game. Get back to it. Banning That's people true. in a free game is always a positive for the company. Yes. That is very true. Because they can just come right back. Not a big deal. So let's move on. Uh, we got a lot of news to cover here. So much the, se- the second news piece is that Niantic did another acquisition. This one is big because it's Seismic Games. And I'm going to be quoting two sentences from the article. Actually, it's one sentence and then a a short paragraph Um, from the article. I will be linking in the show notes for you guys. Seismic Games, if you don't know who they are, is probably known best for its work on Marvel Strike Force, which is a mobile turn-based RPG that has players build battle teams made up of all the big names from the Marvel comic universe. I don't know if either of you have played this game. I actually picked it up the past two weeks just to play around with it because I, I like to pick up whatever popular games are happening and the top list and stuff like that. And I'm a big sucker for Spider-Man in the Marvel Universe. Yes. yes. Um, and I've played games like this in the past. I remember I never remember what the names are. I think Summoner's War, I think, is close to it. Kyle, I know you're into that game. I figured when we mentioned it earlier this week that it was going to be a, a game like that. Yes. Which is it has a lot of clones of that type of deal. So this one is just like basically a, a Marvel version of that. It's really well made. It's very popular. I know it's popular among other Pogo players. I know they talk about this a lot on the Pokemon Go podcast. I think two of those hosts, I think Brian and Charles, also play that game and have another show about it. So yeah, this is a a popular game. It's not nothing. They're not nobodies. This team that they're acquiring knows what they're doing. And they're working on a good project. Um, The second quote that I wanted to mention was Niantic's two biggest games of the foreseeable future. Pokemon Go and Harry Potter Wizards Unite. If you guys don't know what that is, by the way, and a side note, you already know what Pokemon Go is, hopefully. But Harry Potter Wizards Unite is going to be an AR exploratory game, just like Pokemon Go, surrounded uh, in Harry Potter stuff, set in the Harry Potter universe. We're not entirely sure what's going on with that. I think there's some people in early alpha. I'm not quite sure. These two big games both rely heavily on licensed IP. So acquiring a team that already has a wealth of experience with licensed IP, specifically a team that can walk that fine line of building enough new content to keep the players happy without doing something that sets off the IP owners makes a lot of sense. So this is like, I think, one of the three recent acquisitions that Niantic has made. And to me, it's encouraging. I like seeing this company grow. They've done a lot of great work in the past. The fact that they're picking up a company that works with the Marvel IP is promising and exciting for me. Yeah, for sure. I think it's really cool that they're starting to kind of expand their team a lot more, pick up more games. It really shows them building as a game company beyond just Ingress and Pokemon Go. You know, they're being taken seriously as a gaming studio now, which is really cool. They have been for a while. I mean, Ingress was no slouch. Right. It was no slouch, but I mean, that was their main project. But they didn't really have buying power. Now we're in conquests and acquisitions. Yes. And that's huge. We're at the Alexander the Great very a very important phase in the company's right. growth yeah. Niantic is becoming the large roman empire here we go please yes well let's not go there because it falls at some point we don't need to talk about that all good things die kyle come to an except end. for world of warcraft apparently yeah no yeah i did say all good things oh no <laughs> no i love how i can't <laughs> can't, can't say that with a straight face don't worry it's true. I can't. Yeah, um, I think it's a good thing. I like it. Do you have any concerns or anything, Kyle? Because I know you're the most realistic one. Okay. Um. No. I <laughs> no. Think when it is... comes to stuff about video games, he's like, hold on a sec, pump oh, the brakes. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely have a more this borders on pessimistic view of some things. Okay, that's, I think that's it's, fair. I think Let's it's a positive because <laughs> it's at the bare minimum, it's more potential workforce for the company. 
which is great, especially in game gets bigger and bigger. They have more support. They have experience support, too. Right. Yes. Which is especially good. Knowing what you're doing is very important in the game developer scene. (laughs) (laughs) And more importantly, a profile or a portfolio of showing that you know what you're doing. Yes. More than just street cred, you know. So, yeah, this is kind of exciting news. We'll see what happens with this as we move forward. But on top of that, they also released their Pokemon Go Travel YouTube series. At the beginning, right before GoFest, we got to see all of our favorite Pokemon Go YouTubers open up that mystery travel box that they got. You know, we were all speculating maybe it's PvP, different trading levels, things like that. It looks like it's their travel YouTube series where they've been investing a lot of time into their YouTubers. And a lot of money. And a lot of money flying them around the world um, to be doing (laughs) these Pokemon events. So I know the first episode is up now. I'm sure the second episode will be up very soon. It looks like they're having all of their YouTubers, including um, Trainer Tips, Reversal, Holly. Mystic 7. Mystic 7. You know, all the people that we we know very well as our Niantic YouTubers, our Pokemon Go YouTubers, getting together and kind of going through different challenges that they're doing with GoFest Safari Zone. I'm sure they're going to have a new one for Yokosuka. Yokosuka. Oh, no. Uh, That was the first one to say. Oh, no. Yokosuka. It's yes. Yokosuka. Yokosuka. Thank you, Thank Kyle. You. We're just going to, um, we need to have like a word where we say that and then you just say the Japan. pronunciation for us. Right. <laughs> so they're doing interviews with the YouTubers. They have challenges. You know, they're interacting a little bit more with the community. So that's an interesting kind of side project that they're doing. At GoFest, I know we saw they were kind of running around doing videos and stuff, and it looks like that's kind of their main project. So I'm interested to see how far this goes past just the different events that they're doing. Right. I'm not entirely sure how long they're going to or how far they're going to take this. They've done this before. This isn't the first time. They've done Pokemon Go travel in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, They did in the past couple of years and they had videos and stuff like that. But last year when they were doing this, the game was not nearly as popular as it is again now. So I think it's wise of them to continue projects like this so they can continue to... They're reaching out to a different audience. Uh, right. And YouTube is a great platform for this game because mm-hmm. the game lends itself to being in awesome locations and in great with great people, great communities. It's really good for cinematography. It's good for graphics. Right. You know, all of that, the the travel exploration aspect of the game taking you all across the world. It's a fantasy. It's it's great. So yes, it really it's, is. it's fun to see them investing in, you know, their YouTubers and seeing what they're doing. I just I'm interested to see how far it goes. I don't know how far they can go with what they're doing right now yeah and we'll go ahead and we'll link the the first episode Mm -hmm. uh in the show notes for you guys so you guys can take a look for Um, sure cool and then i think the big thing that we're moving on to now is the apk at 0.111.2 it's not out yet but here's the notes that Krails put together for everybody after he data mined some stuff so bear in mind these are just signs of things that are coming Things may change. Things have been found in the code. There right. are no significant release dates for any of these projects that are coming out, but we're seeing changes and the community is starting to talk about it. So we wanted to talk about it with you guys. So the first thing we're seeing is that there's something called Lucky Pokemon. Oh my gosh. So the Lucky Pokemon can be caught. I don't know if they can be hatched or not yet, but they'll be labeled as Lucky. The Pokedex graphics are starting to come out for it. Yeah. Um, it's live in the code. Here's so, the thing though, too. I want to interject really quick. Yeah, I'm sorry to it. say, but they're not so sure if it's going to be caught or traded yet. Mm-hmm. We think it's caught because there's nothing in the code to indicate that it should be from trading i.e. like trade, uh, badges that have to do with or what have sure. you. But yeah, as of right now, the safe bet is probably caught like it is with most Pokemon. So what it means to have a lucky Pokemon, it'll be branded as lucky in the Pokedex. When you see it, it'll say lucky Pokemon. It'll have custom graphics on it. It means that there will be no Stardust to power up this Pokemon. So only straight candy. And that is a big deal considering huge. Stardust is taking up a lot of retreating real estate right now that means you can power up your favorite pokemon without dealing with that stardust issue which is awesome so let's think of a situation where this is most useful all right i got it (laughs) if you're a rural player and all you've got around you is pidgeys weedles caterpies what have you and you have mountains of candy for each of these guys and you catch a lucky pidgey or whatever uh, we don't know if these are going to be limited to certain species or what have you but let's say it's for everybody this system appeals to you because 
if you're that rural player and you're like, in six months, I'm going to go on vacation to a city or I have a chance mm-hmm. to catch all these rare Pokemon and do raids and stuff like that. You're not going to use any of your Stardust up until that point and you're not going to be useful in raids or have fun. You're not going to want to use any of that stuff for your local group of like three or four that you're playing with. So if you catch a lucky Pidgey or what have you, you can just use the candy that you're not really using for anything else and just guilt free, Stardust free. Level up that guy and be relatively useful. And there's so many Pokemon that I have on my roster that I I feel so bad powering up because the Stardust cost just goes up and up and up. And I'm like, I want to make those trades. Tell me about it. I want to wait for those shinies when right. we become ultra friends and best friends. But it's hard. And that's a good thing that they did with the trading system is making you pay for what you're doing because it makes you think about your team a little bit more. But with the lucky Pokemon, that'll be so great that you can just do whatever you want with it. <laughs> Absolutely. And Kyle, I think that you can agree with this. Actually, I'm going to I'm just going to ask you a question, Kyle. You'll probably give me the answer I'm looking for. Hopefully. But as a <laughs> World of Warcraft player, when there is a currency that starts to get too high or everybody has just there's an oversaturation of any sort of currency, what do the game developers usually introduce? In my experience, they'd introduced expensive vendor materials yeah. that Sinks, they can buy. Right? Just yeah, like gold things. Sinks. Yeah, that you Stuff yeah that you can't get around. Right. And we have Stardust Sinks now with uh, now with also the leveling up that we had before, but also trading and all these other things that are huge amounts of Stardust uh, sinks. But we didn't have anything for candy before. And now we do. We have a reason for – we already had a reason for Weedle candy and Pidgey candy for mass evolutions and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have a reason for like our Murkrow candies. I mean Gen 4 is a different story, but – that example that is an interesting way to put it because I I wasn't quite thinking of it like that as a candy sink because I don't play an enormous amount so I don't have you know five hundred or a thousand of every candy right if you catch one of these it gives you the chance to level it up and use it when you might not have used it before it might not be a great Pokemon but it can still be useful for you it should help with the diversification of the game which is something yes. that we're lacking right now the meta is no the meta and it will be the meta. No but. one's going to max level of Viper, Butterfree or yeah. a Viper or a Lunatone or, you know, they're for your collection. Right. Exactly. Lucky Pokemon looks like it might really change how we look at Stardust, how we look at candy, everything. And I do like this is kind of a tie in with mainline Pokemon games. Some people know about it. Some people don't. This kind of reminds me of the Pokevirus from the oh, game. Pokerus, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's um, right. I forgot about that. Which is great. It's kind of related to it. Most people don't know about it because it wasn't visible until the latest two games. So do you want to explain what Pokerus is to those that don't? Basically, you can catch a Pokemon that has Pokerus, and then it will spread to other Pokemon in your box if it's within, I think, seven days of you catching it, something that's like horrible. that. But Pokerus- no, it's it's very good. good. Pokerus is very good okay. because it doubles all of the EVs you get from defeating Pokemon. <laughs> not not EVs the Pokemon, EVs the effort values. Okay. I was like, why yes. are you, you want to break that down EVs? too, Kyle? While we're at it, so, can you simplify this it, really? Because I know yes. this gets really complicated. I, I, I don't in, play in the main game. You have how effort- many EVs can you have? <laughs> It doubles all of them nests. Don't yeah. worry. It just split like like cells. <laughs> EV but division. So in the main game, you have uh, EVs as well as IVs for each main stat. And when you defeat a Pokemon, it gives you a certain EV okay. towards one of the stats. Okay. Sure, sure. And you can earn a maximum amount before that Pokemon caps out. Okay. And for every four in a select stat you get, that's one extra point towards that stat when that Pokemon levels up. Okay. So okay. if you get a ton of attack EVs, when that Pokemon is level 100, he will have more attack than the next Pokemon that has defense EVs right. or something so like that. So it's just a distribution. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a hidden way of power leveling stuff that sure. most people don't get into in Pokemon, it was but it's basic, part of the competitive. It was basically introduced to make the game more diverse at a top level. Okay. Yes. That a level like, 100 X Bloud is not the same as sure. the next 100 level 100 X Bloud. Yeah. I was like, wow, there's a lot of room for EVs there. Like, <laughs> you can only all EVs. I need just, more just, backspace. <laughs> only, only backspace for EVs. Uh, that's going to be a in a few bug. weeks. So. Yeah. 
Yikes. Don't worry. You save those. Next, go fast. They're going to say, who has the most EVs in their right, bag? That's going to be you. It's going to be one of you it's guys, right? You, Chris. We'll see how you have the most shiny EVs. We'll see how I'm like, I have my nine. It's like, you're nine. What do you mean? Like, I'm sorry. I'm insane. Um, speaking of insanity, let's move on to the next point in this APK. It's a new berry. I'm so excited. So it Yay. looks like a silver pineapple berry. That's what we're calling it. It doesn't have a name. We're calling it the silver pineapple berry. So it looks like it'll probably have maybe three to four times the usual candies on catch. That this you is all use. speculation. Right. This is all speculation, this whole thing, because we're just looking at the code. But with a silver pineapple berry, you can figure that it's going to be more than a regular pineapple berry, which is usually double the candies that you get. So maybe three to four times the candies on this silver pineapple berry. So it might be like a golden raspberry, but a silver pineapple berry. That's what we're seeing on that yeah, one. Hopefully. Which I'm excited about because that'll just help you grind your evolutions even faster, which is awesome. And then beyond that, we have the friends list options that look like they're going to be changing a little bit. Um, Kyle so, and I saw some today. Yeah. Yeah. We, so, so there was a, somebody in our rain group that uh, has installed the new APK ahead of time. There's okay. a way to do that that I, I'm not aware of, mm-hmm. that I don't know how to. I don't do it. Um, but he had, and I think Terry was like, hold up, hold up, look at these. And we're like, we're raiding, like not right now. We never went back to look at them, but the guy had them on there and there was mm-hmm. like friend sorting and stuff like that. Right. So friend sorting, um, new field research around trading and adding friends. I mean, we already have badges around those, but it looks like there's going to be more advanced badges around, you know, how many trades you're doing, how many friends you're adding, or maybe specific regions. We don't know. Um, you're going to be able to shorten and organize friends list. And for a long time, they've been talking about being able to nickname your friends, you know, change the name so you actually know who they are instead of just whatever their username is. So that looks like that might be on there too. But I'm excited for that. If it makes gift opening and gift sending any easier, oh, I am please. so oh, gay. Please, <laughs> please fix the interface for this. It's opening so... up every single friend 10 times a day to see if they sent a gift or if you opened a gift <laughs> lord yes i don't know if that'll be a part of it but we at least have something shifting in the friend sphere which is nice we also have the celebi encounter that all of us experienced at GoFest is going to be going live globally which is awesome right we don't know when but all the assets seem to be uh, present and accounted for right so the, the pokedex APK entry data. is in you know we're seeing you know the quest assets start to go up except we don't know what the quests are my speculation is it's going to be completely different than it was at GoFest because there's no way without all the habitats they're going to be able to do all of the different unknown catches that you have to do, all of the different, you know, fire, ice, grass, steel. Plus one by them. So here, here's the deal, though. There were some people on Reddit that were talking about how they didn't finish the Celebi quest because somebody wanted to save it for like the bowl candy for Uh, the event or something like that which you know three to six like yahoo but (laughs) (laughs) power to you but some people didn't finish or they had to leave for some reason they had emergency or whatever there were a couple of situations popped up and they were like hey the catch seven unknown thing switched to catch seven psychic type okay and it was just to help them because there weren't unknown readily available but somebody in the comments and then people kind of unpacked it in conversation they stepped it back from because originally the, the assumption was, oh, did you just reveal like what one of them could be for the global one? It was like, no, obviously no. they probably built that in as if somebody doesn't finish. Mm-hmm. That's this nice. Though. I'm, I'm glad oh, to hear that they had that absolutely. built in place. I mean, Niantic is thoughtful. Sometimes they <laughs> sometimes they bumble through things, but they are always thoughtful. <laughs> doesn't. You know. And I know we're also hoping, we've been kind of talking around the community, like maybe even those of us that went to GoFest will have a second chance at catching a Celebi, which would be nice. You know, since a lot of us got Celebi the first try, um, you know, a lot of people experienced low IVs. I think mine was like a 63, so it wasn't anything Ooh, to sneeze at. Right. Woof. But maybe That's we'll have a chance so to do another Celebi quest and potentially get two instead of one. Right. Right. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all there is in the APK. It's it's huge. It's fat. It's probably coming soon it's to a, a lot. We just don't know a lot near about you. it. Yeah, exactly. This is all again speculation. Don't take any of this as cemented, concrete evidence of anything that's happening. But you can probably bet something with Lucky Pokemon is going to be happening. You can bet that this asset for this new berry is in the thing. So we'll probably see that soon. The that friends list be. option is the only thing that we kind of confirmed today, Kyle and I, because we saw it. And the Selby encounter, why wouldn't it go live? They everybody? said they were going to. And, it, anyway. and it's ready. It's ready to go. So, so we'll probably see it surprised. very soon. Hopefully very soon. No day yet, but very soon. But you know what is out now that's not very soon? What? Registeel. <gasps> Registeel is here. We're going to talk about Yay. Registeel really quick. 
And by really quick, I mean his counters and all that. Registry. Registry. <laughs> so he's a, a tier five legendary raid boss, and he has a maximum CP of 3596. And he's out until August 16th. So so go go grab him. For your Pokedex sake. Right. Yes, exactly. Pretty much. And that's about it. But he's also boosted by snow in the dead of summer. <laughs> so I, I don't really think that's going to be a problem. So enjoy your level 20 Registeel. <laughs> so we'll probably be fine on that. Um, but Registeel counters are based around strong fire, ground, and fighting Pokemon. Uh, with preference for those who take reduced damage from Registeel's moves, just like Regice was. Um, his best counters are going to be Moltres, which is Fire Spin and Overheat on that combo move, you know, Pure Fire, Entai, Fire Spin, Overheat, same thing. Machamp with Counter and Dynamic Punch. He's really, at the top of every list right, ever. Machamp is just a great person right. to have on your team whatsoever, even if you have like six of them. Machamp rates always a good way to go. Uh-huh. Um, Charizard, Fire Spin, Blast Burn. But if you don't have Blast Burn, I think Overheat's also available sure, on him. Sure, sure. So any of those double combo fire moves are always really great. Um, Groudon, Mudshot, and Earthquake. Blaziken, Counter and Overheat. Flareon, Fire Spin, Overheat. Those double fires again. Hariyama, Counter and Dynamic Punch. And Breloom, Counter and Dynamic Punch. Breloom! Right. We're My excited boy! about it. <laughs> so fighting and yes! fire are going to be your best way to go. Ground also good if you have of those Tyranitars that have those really solid ground moves. Again, a good way to go. I'm so excited that Breloom mm-hmm. is mentioned. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, we never see second stage Pokemon ever mentioned ever. And we have two on this list. We have Hariyama and Breloom. I guess Flareon counts too, whatever. Flareon counts. Uh, whatever. Gem um, one. But Gem one. <laughs> Hariyama and Breloom. That's exciting. Hariyama is cool because he's kind of like the poor man's machamp. But Breloom <laughs> is like never mentioned ever. But did I mean, you he's got know- those stubby little arms. Who <laughs> wants to use like fighting the type moves? Atta- like attack stat of every grass type Pokemon. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. Wow. Nice. He's a power. That's interesting. He's a interesting. sleeper pick, dude. <laughs> That's take care fair. of your Breloom, and Breloom will take care of you in the future. Mark my words. Okay, okay, but we'll get back to Registeel in a hot minute. Okay. So let's move on to the new raid rotation, though, that I'm so excited about, Chris. Oh, my gosh. Please, please tell me. <laughs> so tell me everything. the new raid rotation is, like Ness said, incredibly exciting. She already caught one. <gasps> I'm jealous. I haven't yeah. seen any pop-up today or yesterday or since my, it came out. No. So here are some of the notable additions. There are, there are additional um, Pokemon added besides <laughs> these guys. I know he is. Um, but here here are the notable ones that were added in our new rotation because when we get a new legendary five-star boss, we get a new raid rotation for all the other tiers as well. And so here are the great ones. Alolan Marowak. Yes. He's a fire and ghost type. He was added yes. to the four-star tier. Oh, and he so cool. He is so cool. He is said to be the coolest Alolan he form. He's so cool. Me and Chris got into a discussion earlier. I yeah. think he's the coolest designed. Chris disagrees? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember who it was that we I said. Alolan Sandslash. Oh, Alolan Sandslash. We, we, oh, Alolan Sand Slash. we bought right. a whole bunch of plushes today just like for fun, for decoration. We got mm-hmm. the Alolan Marowak. Yes, he's so a well-designed Pokemon. He's really cool. Looking. Alolan awesome. Marowak is just very cool. looks so good. Fire and Ghost four star tier mm-hmm. so then moving on to a new alolan form that we haven't seen yet alolan raichu electric and psychic he's added to the third star tier and we have been told that you can solo this raid yes this one is pretty easy because he's kind of like a glass cannon so if you know how to dodge even a little bit or if you have more than six pokemon <laughs> you should be okay um as long as you and do just, the right typing and just like that one foul swoop they solve the issue about having normal forms for the first level of these Pokemon. Right. Which and we so talked about the other is, day. Yeah, this is kind of what everybody was assuming was going to happen, but we didn't have any confirmation. Um, so then also, the third notable addition is Porygon added mm-hmm. to the three-star raid. And he is also confirmed by me the other day, soloable. Okay. Nice. Y'all gotta have my champs in there, though. Let me tell you, I did this three, I did this three times. I'm level 36, and it wasn't until I put all three of my Machamps in there, even though they weren't my highest CP Pokemon by a long shot. It wasn't until then that I got him down, but it okay, is possible. Okay. He's normal type, so whatever. That and we should be seeing um, what Porygon Z coming out soon. Yeah, and, and uh, yes. Generation 4, mm-hmm. uh, which, and to clear the air, because apparently this is a common misconception, Porygon Z is a third stage evolution. He's not split evolution, so it's Porygon, Porygon 2, and then Porygon Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yes. You just needed the upgrade for Porygon 2, so I don't know what you'll need for Porygon Z. You need to trade him with a dubious disc in oh, the games, oh, so geez. we'll see what they do. Yeah. <laughs> the next one is a Lolan Executor. Tall boy. Which you guys are familiar with. Tall boy. Affectionately referred to as Tall boy. Uh, he's a dragon and grass type added to the two-star raid tier, so he's definitely soloable. <laughs> you guys are really going to want to pick this one up because he's definitely valuable, mm-hmm. especially for what he is and your dragon badge exactly if you haven't figured out your your dragon badge yet like i haven't because i was a sleeper on uh dratini day this is a good way to go and then the last notable one is curlia she's fairy and psychic she's added to the two star tier Mm -hmm. so with the generation four right around the corner and Gallade around the corner which is if you have a curlia and evolve it and it's a female it turns into guard of war which is in the game currently but if it's a male and you evolve it it turns into Gallade. Oh, wow. Did that happen in Generation 4? Yes. I believe so. Here I was thinking that was Generation 5. Okay. You want to spot check me on that one? Okay. All right. I think that's the case. But you want to go out and you're going to want to pick up these Curlias because Ralts is kind of uncommon out in the wild because it's a psychic type and a fairy type. Both of those are rare typings to begin with, along with dragon and stuff like that. But fairy and psychic together? Okay, great. Awesome. It had to happen at least once on this show. (laughs) You want to get into a Curlia raid. This two-star tier, you should be able to do it yourself, no problem, um, because you want a good IV Curlia, because Gardevoir is really powerful, and Gallade is slated to be incredibly powerful You know, powerful I saw well. one today that was down down the way from my shop, and I didn't do it, and now I'm regretting it. I'm sorry. I mean, Don't it'll forget. Be around for, it'll be around for a little Double while, candy. but I, I regret it now. I saw it. I didn't do it. Bummer. I, I'm missing out. You know, I've locked up the shop twice in one week, I feel like. There has to be a stop somewhere. <laughs> and maybe that two-star rate is the stop. Maybe. Maybe. Don't forget, for those collectors out there, Mega Pokemon will be coming at some point in the future, and both Gallade and Gardevoir have Mega Evolutions. Yeah, so make Where sure Chris you have... His... Chris, don't forget. Oh, no, sh- You're going to need to do those raids. You need a lot of candy. Yeah. If it ends up needing candy for those Mega Evolutions. I don't have time for the show anymore. I have to go out and catch every Pokemon ever. Lord. The future planning is getting insane with this. It kind of is. Um, my life is lists now, color coding <laughs> and Excel sheets. Was it ever not? <laughs> um, I mean, this is kind of taking it to the nth degree, though. Yeah. Let's yeah. agree on that. This you is might, like you might be. Energy here. Yeah, the only other thing I think was my Magic the Gathering inventory yeah. list, which has been oh rest right now. So let's move on to the last thing, which is EV Community Day. We talked about this in the last episode a little bit. Just, But just a reminder, it's going to be two days. If you're like me and you're going to do a living dex, you're going to have to catch nine, Flareon, one, Jolteon, two, Vaporeon, three, Umbreon, four, Espeon, five, Leafeon, six, and Glaceon, seven, Sylveon, eight, and then plain old Eevee is nine. And then if you're also Chris, you're going to have to catch them for me because I'm going to be at work. So you're going to have to catch 18. <laughs> Congratulations. That's true. Yeah, true. Yeah. So let's move into gear up. Yeah, so we talked a little bit about Zapdos Day already. Again, I wasn't there, but Chris and Kyle, you guys went. You talked about a lot of what was going on. So a little bit over the day, the organization. What do you guys have for tips as far as future days go, this kind of thing? I'm sure we're going to see more legendary days coming up. So what do we got as far as you know how oh. we can quick shot these raids? Yeah. What's going on with the raid chains? I see a lot of the communities going up and organizing things ahead of time. How are things going with all of that? One of the big things is planning ahead. We had a little bit of a shaky start today. If you're going with a community and you're going out there, maybe try and coordinate so that you guys can take less vehicles so you have to worry about getting split up less so you can hit as many raids as possible. And I'm sure if you're already going for this, you have a route planned. So that's not going to be that big a deal. How many did you guys hit today? 23 so it was it was a successful day it was i only had 23 raid tickets so it was <laughs> perfect worked out. yeah was you perfect. and our friend warren had both had 23 exactly that was amazing i can't believe that worked out i think the biggest tip i can think of is if you're going to party up make sure you know who you're partying up with first if you have the opportunity because it's going to yeah, make I, the day go so much smoother because yeah, we're, we're two legendary birds in now so they, they're pretty much the same as far as days go right Yep. Just about. I mean, the same sort of counters were prevalent. Tyranitar all day, every day. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's, he's still going like, to be. Yeah, he is going to be from Ultrace. <laughs> absolutely. Um, but I know that there's a prevalence of water type Pokemon because Vaporeon is like a meta water type that people have. So your water types will also be relevant in the upcoming uh, Legendary Day. Especially my shiny Kyogre. 
<laughs> especially your shiny Kyogre Kyle. All my Stardust on. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so the last little bit here in gear up is since Celebi is definitely coming worldwide and it looks like it's going to be right around the corner. I know I was over optimistic when we talked about this in our post go fest. I was like, well, well we should know in the next day or two. going to be here right now <laughs> a week ago or here we are a week later. And that's not the case. But let's talk about Celebi and how useful it will be in the meta. There's a couple articles up about this already and they've been really interesting. So, Kyle, why don't you unpack this for us? Well, so Celebi, we all know, is the onion Pokemon, if I'm not mistaken. And he's grass psychic. Don't laugh at the onion. Come on. You're supposed to cry at him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, with his moveset, he doesn't – she, he, was it – doesn't learn any grass type moves so do they have genders in mythical pokemon i no well no they don't so it isn't it i was correct okay doesn't learn any grass type moves so its use as a grass pokemon is is zero it doesn't it doesn't have any use as a psychic pokemon though with a combination of confusion and dazzling gleam it's actually pretty decent it's pretty good for soloing machamp raids and it has a decent amount of DPS. It, it's not going to blow away any Mewtwo's, but no. it's got a use. The Guard which, of War, I think, is up there, too. Yeah. Looks like uh, Guard of War and Mewtwo being the premium psychic offense with uh, Ho-Oh also being up there. So what happens if it if it does get grass movesets? Because we've been seeing Nyanda kind of switch things up last minute. Where does that put Celebi as a potential grass Pokemon, though? I definitely think it's it's going to put him very up there if he if he gets double grass he's going to be a very good offensive grass pokemon so that would be exciting to see them change it would be exciting but it would i don't know the the grass dps sphere is kind of spread already yeah i mean to have a it turns it into a kind of a a tank which is not necessarily something we see as a metric that we need in this game right now until we maybe start doing pvp or we yeah have a new battle system Mm -hmm. right Anything else on Selby? No, nothing else. He's he's coming. It's coming. I'm going to always make that mistake. So that's exciting. And everyone who wasn't at Pokemon Go Fest gets their chance. Like any of those fun Pokemon that we get, like Mew, Mewtwo, Celebi, any of the legendary Pokemon, if it's your favorite Pokemon, go ahead and power it up. You know, it'll be fun either way. You'll find a place for it. But it's just going to be one of those kind of living decks Pokemon as far as efficiency goes. Yeah, but he, here's the thing. is like mythical Pokemon, like we can shit on them. Mythical Pokemon, we can speak ill of them, um, and we can do this for other legendary Pokemon, and maybe Reggie's are the only exception I'm about to say, but uh, none of them are really bad. No. Reggie's are, are definitely the Reggie's, That's I mean, we do have <laughs> those. Said, there was a ton of Regices today in all of our raids, wasn't there? <laughs> that's just was the typing, though. Don't give yeah, Regice yeah. his due. He doesn't deserve it. <laughs> Wow, dude. Terry was super excited when his, t- auto, his team auto-selected a Regice, and I just like, no. <laughs> I remember you that's my to, job. Somebody's like, is Regice good? And you were like, nope, not even close. <laughs> Dashing yeah. dreams, one Pokemon it's, at a time. It's my job. Right, thank you. That's what we do without Kyle. That's what he does. <laughs> Keeping things real. Yes. Cool. So let's uh, let's move into the Pokalore section. Yeah. So we're going to talk about AR shots, which we do every single week. Send us AR shots to any of our social media sites. Um, you can do it email, Twitter, whatever you need to do. Um, but if you can send us AR shots of Zapdos from your Zapdos day, I know there's plenty out there. Please do. Um, we'll get some fun stuff out of that. Uh, I know we got like 18, 20 Zapdos out of our raid, so I'm sure there's some fun shots in there. Get a chance to win some fun stuff from us too. And then we're going to move into our featured Pokemon of the week, which should be obvious, it's Registeel the next Titan Pokemon that's coming out. So the top half of Registeel's body is a spherical and gray sphere, well, with a black stripe running down its face. Air quotes. Its face consists of seven red dots and a hexagonal formation. It has black arms with three fingers each and cylindrical legs. While Registeel has been classified as a steel-type Pokemon, its body is actually made of a material that is harder than any known metal. However, this material stretches and shrinks despite its hardness. Its body was tempered by pressure underground over thousands of years. So this is the steel-type Titan Pokemon. He sounds so strong. Following Regice, it's Registeel. 
Reggie Steele. But as far as stats Reg go, Steel. Reggie Steele is really nothing to sneeze at, unfortunately. Again, not being able to put legendaries or titans or anything of that nature in gyms, not having the PvP, it's kind of just there to spice up your Pokedex. So having it there is awesome, but its attack is 143, its defense is 285. Which is good. And its stamina is 160. Which is not good. But being said, it, it doesn't rank with any of the Pokemon. Yeah, it wasn't anything. even ranked. It's not notable at all. What's so, its max CP? It's 2261. Oh my god! Why is he so bad? Max. Right. He doesn't even so, compare to his brothers who have Reggie better stats yeah. all over. Is the yep. trophy wife right now of our, our raid bosses. Registeel is pretty. He's, you know, he's neat looking. He reminds me of Portal, and that's that's a nice flashback. There you go. Fair. I liked Portal. Half-Life okay. games In comparison, my non-maxed out Agrons mm -hmm. are like 600 CP over this yeah, guy's maximum. max CP yeah. is almost an insult. So, you know, he's yeah. he's there. He's there, and he sh he's pretty. He's, pretty useless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he's our next raid boss for a while. His best move set is Metal Claw and Flash Cannon. Um, his best moves are Metal Claw and Rock Smash. Part charge moves being Flash Cannon, Focus Blast, Hyper Beam. Honestly, I would not waste your TMs on it, though. I would not change any whoa. of his movesets. Whoa, 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 whoa. I wouldn't need to play with that. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Every Pokemon is somebody's favorite. Right. This is true, but if that. your favorites are the Reggies, you might need to rethink something. If your favorites you are wrong, you might not play Pokemon Go right pick now. Pick new favorites. <laughs> <laughs> pick new favorites. <laughs> Harsh. So his his catch rate is very low, just like Regice was. Um, his his catch rate with a gold steel medal, golden raspberry, and an excellent curveball is only fifteen point sixty five percent. That's compared to Mewtwo, um, on the EX raids, which is about forty percent on that. So let's just they make talk about Mewtwo that. easier because right. he's so difficult to right. get. Right, but to. I'm just saying, you know, it's pretty rare. And without all of these things, without the golden raspberry and the steel medal and the excellent curveball it's only two percent so don't be discouraged if you don't catch him on your first try he's going to be around for about a month we'll see him for a while here's what i will say though if you want to catch him probably try to get out there in the first three weeks because once everybody gets their one they're probably not going to want to go out and do it again because no. <laughs> people have, were maybe, saying that about reg ice i have like three reg ice every time i saw him popping up afterwards i was like ah, i don't need yeah it. you're like <laughs> ah, i don't <laughs> want to use the raid pass i don't even need the experience i'm gonna yeah. go for it's that magic card for the experience because i need the candy right <laughs> Exactly. I have that <laughs> So if you guys can add to our AR photo collection, um, Registeel or Zapdos will take this week. Zapdos again for Zapdos Day if you already have them. Registeel will be taking for a while again for a chance to win those stickers and anything else we decide to put out in our store in the near future. Yeah, and again, these AR shots can just be like you hanging out with the Pokemon. Um, you could take a picture with like your friend interacting with the Pokemon. Anything, it'd be really great. Just shoot yeah. us, uh, shoot us an email on out in the wild to mail at gocastpodcast.com, mm -hmm. and uh, we'll get back to you. We'd love to feature your photos either in our show notes and send you some prizes and stuff like mm -hmm. that. That'd be pretty cool. One of our favorite things about this game is all the community aspect of it. So we'd love to see pictures of you guys with these Pokemon out in the wild, breaking that barrier of reality and and I guess virtual reality and making it fun spoofers not invited yeah spoofers uh, cannot <laughs> ar just, appropriately if it's a picture of your basement floor i mean really yikes <laughs> anyway that was our email send us again any sort of email you have at all to mail at gocastpodcast.com visit our website for complete show notes at gocastpodcast.com follow us on our pretty active twitter at gocastpodcast and then you can find us on facebook um just by typing in GoCast Podcast. You can try. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's a secret. No, really. Just go ahead and search GoCast Podcast and you'll find us. And then new this week, I have to mention, I did discover that we are finally on pretty much every major podcasting platform. Woo! So I'm pretty confident that no matter what you guys use, maybe you're like the one or two percent that have this weird off the wall podcasting program that you use. But if you use iTunes, we're on there. Stitcher, you can find us. Spotify. Exciting. We're on there Bye. now, too, which is pretty rad. Big time. And then Google Play Music. We are on there as well. So really any format that you use for podcast listening, we're there. Please 
give us a listen and please leave us a review if you think it's warranted. It really helps our show gain some visibility, some traction, and we'd love to earn and keep your viewership from this point forward. So if you have any feedback, feel free to send us the email. We'd love to hear from you. Tweet us. Yeah, literally anything. We have every channel open and they're for you guys to talk to us because we're excited to talk to you. And with that, I think that's... That's probably going to do it That's for it. us. That's it. Yeah. Kyle, what are you looking forward to uh, this upcoming week? Any goals? Um, I don't have a specific goal for this week, but my specific goal for the future is going to be to try and do an EX raid, which is going to be okay. very yeah, difficult. You haven't done one I have yet. not. Ooh, yeah. but you might get an EX raid pass. Yes. And if you do, chances are, since we did every single raid together, the three of us did technically. Yes. And our friend Warren and Terry as well uh, will... I'll get the same raid passes. Yes. It'd be difficult for me because my work schedule does not work very well. But we'll see how that goes. Maybe you can get off work that one day or maybe you'll get lucky. and It'll be on a day that you have off. Yes. We're going to find out and we're hoping. But that's my goal right now for Pokemon Go. Awesome. All right. Ness, what about you? You got a goal? I'm going to try and keep leveling up and managing my Pokedex. Other than that, I'm excited about EV Day and getting all of the shinies that you will not get. Whoa. Whoa, Sparks. <laughs> I'm excited <sighs> for the 10 to his 9 that yeah. I will have. Oh my oh, gosh. Okay. Well, see, now there's, that's, the love, that's the love in the air right there. <laughs> Absolutely. It definitely he gets is. what he wants and I get more. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's see fine. <laughs> again, again, yeah, everybody listen to home. This is what marriage is. Uh, I'm currently sitting at just under 600,000 out of my 2 million experience to get to level 37. And my goal for next week is to be at least over 1 million. Yeah. I would love to optimistically say level 37. 37. We'll see if I'm able to grind out a million and a half experience <laughs> but uh hey we'll see if i've got time for that or if i make time for that sure um so with those goals in our sites trainers why don't you go ahead and email us your goals we'd love to hear from you about that but until then we'll see you guys next week yeah see ya see ya bye